Welcome back, my gardening friends, to another Focal Point Friday episode. Let's spend just a few minutes together reviewing a snippet of information from a previous episode, highlighting a new topic, or quickly focusing on a current event in the food and agriculture world. Let's get down and dirty. A couple of weeks ago, we talked tips and tricks for transplanting fall crops in the late summer heat, but we didn't mention anything about direct sowing seeds into the garden at the same time. If you're anywhere in, I would say, zone five or warmer, definitely zone six and above, um, you likely are going to have some considerations when it comes to planting seeds directly in the ground, and that's mainly soil temperature. Many of the plants that we're growing in the fall are obviously cool weather loving plants. As such, a lot of them just don't like to germinate in soil temperatures above a certain range. Now, surprisingly, when we look at things like broccoli and other brassicas, which you would think would really like it cooler, they actually like a soil temperature that's higher than what you might think for germination, like as warm as 85 Fahrenheit. But in most areas, we're not starting brassicas directly in the garden unless we're using them as greens. We're starting them indoors. So things that we generally plant directly in place in the garden for a fall harvest or even for overwintering are things like beets, carrots, lettuce, radishes, spinach, even turnips. Now, some of these can handle warmer soil temperatures. Others are going to see a rapid decline in germination percentage the warmer that the soil is, up to the point where you will have no germination at all and the seed is essentially cooked right there in the soil. So if you're in an area where the summer sun is strong and your daytime temperatures are still routinely above 80 Fahrenheit, then you're going to want to have a soil thermometer on hand before you decide to start planting those seeds. I will link to the one that I use in the show notes. They are very inexpensive and they are great to have on hand at all times. The best time to take the soil temperature is around mid-morning, and the best depth for this is at about the 2 to 4 inch mark. Soil temperatures are generally the coolest just before dawn. By about mid-morning, though, 10 or 11 a.m., the sun's come out, it's warmed up the soil just enough to be a bit more representative of what the daily average is. The warmest soil temperature during the day is around 3 in the afternoon. And in the late summer, you may want to test your soil temperature at this time, too, if you can. If your temperatures are extreme for even a couple of hours in the afternoon, it can lead to seedling death if the seeds do manage to sprout in those temperatures. And if you have dry, sandy soils, your soil temperature can actually get hotter than your surrounding air temperatures. The rest of us generally have soil temperatures that are cooler than our air temps during the day, but that soil does retain that heat of the day, and so it's actually going to be warmer than the air temperatures at night. In the spring, we're usually looking for like an average soil temperature to guide us. But in the late summer, I'm a bit more concerned with the extremes. 
So ideally, we want soil temperatures that are not going to be above the highest level or the highest temperature for the preferred range for each of our most common fall crops. So turnips sort of tend to be the exception to this. Their preferred soil temperature range for germination is between 60 and 95 Fahrenheit or 15 to 35 Celsius. So in all but the hottest areas and those areas that have those very dry sandy soils, most of us are going to be okay to plant turnips just about any time in the, in the late summer. Where we start to run into a problem is with things like carrots and kale, beets, Swiss chard, and radishes. They do not do well in temperatures around, in soil temperatures, around 85 Fahrenheit or 29 Celsius. The closer you get to that mark, the lower your germination percentage is going to be. So they typically are going to do better closer they are to about 65 Fahrenheit or 18 Celsius. 70, 75 is good, you know, up to about 23 Celsius. That's really kind of the ideal mark. Anything after that, and you're going to start to see a, a lower germination percentage. And then anything above that 85 Fahrenheit or 29 Celsius mark, um, you're likely to see very little germination. The other even more sensitive ones are things like lettuce, um, mustard, peas, if you're trying to do fall peas, and spinach. These do not like temperatures, soil temperatures above 75 Fahrenheit or 23 Celsius. So that is pretty cool, especially when we're talking about the late summer garden soil. Spinach, especially for some reason, really tends to like it closer to like that 65 Fahrenheit or 18 Celsius temperature mark. Um, it just seems to be very, very finicky. And taking temperatures in all of your beds where you plan to plant is a really good idea too. If I were to walk out into one of my raised beds right now that is in the full sun all day long, I can tell you if there isn't any mulch in place on that soil, the temperature at about the two inch depth in that soil is going to routinely be at between 90 and 95 Fahrenheit. But if I go into one of my in-ground beds that has a deep layer of mulch, the soil temperature at the same time of day is likely to be closer to 75 Fahrenheit, right? This is partly because there is more moisture retained in that soil because it has a larger mass than what we have in the raised containers, but also because it has that deep layer of mulch. This is why it's important to test the temperature in each location prior to planting and to plan what's going to go where based on these findings. You can choose those more sensitive crops in the beds that you know have the lower soil temperature. This is also really good information too to take note of um, for our garden journals because that way we can get a better plan for next season for what happens in those beds. So how can we get our soil temperatures to cool down a little faster toward the end of the summer so that we can get those fall seeds in? A lot of us are sort of racing the clock right now to get stuff in the ground so that we know that it germinates and it comes to maturity before, say, our first frost hits. 
Well, of course, mulch is our friend here, okay? So, so as long as you're using like a light-colored mulch like straw, you're going to be keeping the hottest of the summer sun's rays off of the soil surface. That is going to help. But that does take some forethought. You have to make sure that you have that mulch in place. So the other way to do this to, to cool the soil is to add moisture. Now, we talked about making sure that you are watering your garden beds really well before you do transplants. Well, part of the heat in the spring goes towards drying out that wet soil. The same concept applies now in the late summer and the early fall. In most areas with high heat, we also have very little rainfall, and those soils have likely begun to dry out. So if you can manage to water that soil very thoroughly, it is going to cool it down by several degrees. Trap that moisture in then with some mulch, and then you should start to see the average soil temperature begin to drop. Then to go one step further, you can add some shade cloth over top of that bed, and that is gonna further protect the soil from the sun's rays and lower that temperature even further. It's a multi-step process, but if you need to get things in the ground around a certain time to avoid a fall frost, then these are the steps you'll likely need to take other than just waiting to protect the seeds that you need to germinate in place. Thanks for joining me on this Focal Point Friday. I'll be back again on Tuesday for another regular episode of the Just Grow Something podcast. So until next time, my gardening friends, keep on cultivating that dream garden, and we'll talk again soon.